Well, hi everyone. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt and welcome to From the Heart. I'm here today without Joshua Vickery. He's out saving the world through art. That's what I always say when he's not here. Joshua, we miss you, but we'll see you next week. Friends, Orlando is widely known for its tourist spots and attractions, but many people don't know about its thriving arts community. We are excited to introduce to you talented and passionate artists who shape our arts community. How do they create and why? How can Orlando benefit from an even greater arts presence? On each episode, we'll meet guests who are influential leaders and artists who are truly making a difference from the heart. That's something that Joshua and I like to say at the beginning of every show. It reminds us of our mission of this show and why we're here for all of you. We believe that the arts add to the quality of our lives. They give us sometimes that little extra reason to want to get up that day while I'm seeing a show tonight or I'm in a show tonight. Um, And it just reminds me that there's more to life than just the everyday things that we do. Um, Or the everyday things that we do sometimes have more meaning to it than we give credit to. And when people see us in a play and you're washing the dishes and having an epiphany or in a musical and you break out in song because there's something greater than just that moment, it's what it means to you emotionally, that um, we just get a deeper connection to what it is to live this life together. So that's why we're here. Uh, I'm very excited that today we have on our show the cast and director of Ain't Misbehaving, Ain't Misbehaving, <laughs> which will soon be opening. I know they're all giggling at me. I'm not, I don't usually do this show without Joshua, so um, I'm here hanging with all of you, and I'm really glad. I feel uh, <laughs> grateful to have you all here. In fact, you know what? Let's start right away, and, by, uh, and we'll have you introduce yourself. Tell us a little, what role you're playing and a little bit about yourself. We'll start with you, Mika. I'm Mika King, and I am a singer, performer, worship leader here in Central Florida, and I'm playing the role of Charlene, but really myself. So that's interesting. All right. (laughs) We'll get back to that. See how she left that with uh, myself. Like, ask me about that later, and I will. (laughs) Well, hi. uh, My name is Sean McLeod, and I'm playing the role of Ken. I am also a local artist here in Central Florida and a graduate of the BFA Musical Theater Program at UCF. Congratulations. Nice. Hi, I'm Patrice Bloomfield, and I'm also a performer here in Central Florida, a singer and actress, and I play the role of Armelia. Oh, nice. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, everybody out there. My name is Faith Bowles, and I am a performer uh, slash fitness instructor and coach um, here in Central Florida. I work over at the Walt Disney World Company. Nice. Welcome, Faith. Hey, thanks for having us here. Uh, My name is DJ Young. I am also a performer and singer-songwriter based out of Tampa, but glad to call Orlando my second home as well. I'll be playing the role of Andre. Super excited about it. All right. Well, I'm, I want all of you to um, be able to tell us a little bit about what our listeners can expect should they come to see this production. And I say should they, but by the end, I know you will be. Uh, first of all, who will tell us a little bit about what they can expect at this musical? Maybe we'll start with our show director. Uh, sure. I'm Roy Allen, the artistic director and the director of the show, one of the co-founders of the Winter Park Playhouse. And uh, the audience is Generally, we, we produce shows that allow people to come in and literally leave their troubles at the door and come in and forget your troubles and have a great evening. Uh, it's what I like to call ex- escapism theater. <laughs> uh, reminds me of the days in the 30s when uh, people didn't have much money. It was the Depression. They'd pay a nickel and go in and see Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers and forget about all their troubles. So that's pretty much where we are with our theater. All of the things that we do 
uh, allow people to literally forget their outside worries and woes and come in and just have a great couple of hours of fun and uh, enjoy. And that's really ain't misbehaving is all. That's what it's all about is just it's a lot of fun. The music is upbeat uh, and it's it's high energy singing and dancing for, for nonstop for really you know an hour and a half to almost two hours. Were you on the committee to help choose this? As yes, I was. Yeah. Yes, I was. This is this show has we're now in our 17th season and this show has been on our wish list for a good 16 years. What took so long? Uh, just having the courage and the money to be able to because we are using all union actors for the show and that can run into some bucks and uh, to be able to have the finances and the the backing of our board of directors to be able to, to do the show. And we were, to be honest with you, we were a little bit worried that we wouldn't have people come to auditions mm. for the show. And we were extremely surprised and extremely pleased that we had an amazing outpouring of people coming to the auditions wanting to do the show. And some mega talent, I'm sure. And mega talent. It was, uh, we had, we had, um, uh, Incredible talent, and we have the, the the cast is the best of all of that great <laughs> talent that came. And, and really, we're really excited about this show. All right, that's very good to hear. Thank you so much for sharing that. Sure. Who here will tell the audience the story of this show or the experience that they can expect to have during the show? They can expect to have a club experience set in the 1930s. Tell us about that, Mika. A little bit of fun. Take yourself back to the Cotton Club. Jazz, blues, um, lots of piano, live music. Um, you're going to laugh. You're going to probably cry. Mm. You're going to feel a lot of the things that um, black people in yeah. this nation felt back then, and it's going to be relevant now. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's going to be some emotion there because um, art always reflects society. And so... Um, there's going to be a lot of a lot of that heartfelt um, telling of the experience of musicians and singers and black people in this nation then and now. Were there any surprises to any of you of any of that that you discovered or? No, not really. This is Faith, by the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, no, not really. Um, it's very interesting. We actually had this discussion last night. Well, a couple of days ago in our rehearsal process because we're currently in rehearsals um, that. One song in particular that we sing in Act Two is called "Black and Blue," mm. um, and those lyrics are so relevant now as they were back in the 1930s. One of the lyrics is, um, "I'm white inside, but that doesn't help my case." Mm. And that song is such a huge, huge part of this show because as performers back then, you know, they were able to perform. In Harlem, the Harlem, in the Harlem Renaissance is actually when this has taken place. And when they were on stage, everything was hunky-dory. They're very happy and everything was fine. But as soon as they hit the stage door to go home, yep. all of a sudden, everything from the outside was thrown at them. Names were called at them. Mm -hmm. And and it's, it's very, unfortunately, it's still a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, it might not be thrown in your face, you know, all the time. But there are incidences where you know as an actor especially as an african-american actor yeah. those are feelings that you that we still feel yeah. sure you I, know and um 
that song in particular definitely is going to be an emotional song, I believe, for us and for the audience as well. So, I heard Denzel one day talk uh, on one of the talk shows about getting a standing ovation and going outside and getting a cab and seeing cabs go right by, even by. though they, yep. there was room. But, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not who you are. It's what you look like. And yes. honestly, in this, sorry. Oh, that's okay. In this, in this time frame that this show is taking place in, a lot of them could not perform in certain places. Mm-hmm. So this show is them Creating doing their, their own, own space mm-hmm. for people to see, you know, what they did and mm-hmm. how they did things. And it's honestly a, a blessing and an honor that Winter Park Playhouse decided to do this. This is an all-black cast, Absolutely. and a lot of people are afraid um, to take that on and I feel like people assume that we wouldn't come to these auditions or that mm-hmm. we wouldn't show up but if we're given the opportunity we, we will. will absolutely mm-hmm. come because it's our stories and we want it to uh, be presented authentically so we're I'm definitely honored that they decided to mm-hmm. to take on this show I've mm-hmm. been waiting for them <laughs> to do this show so yeah. it's it I feel like we're super excited to have our stories and our heritage shown in, yeah, in this yeah, light. Absolutely. And I think so. also, too, to add on to that, DJ, this is Patrice, but I think to add to that, um, me personally, the fact that it's being held in Winter Park, not just Orlando. Mm-hmm. Orlando, Central Florida is massive. Um, and it's a lot of diversity in Central Florida, but in Winter Park um, and the demographic in Winter Park and there's old money and, and things of that nature, it's just, it's, it is what it is. I think that, too, adds a lot um, and I'm extremely happy for Winter Park Playhouse specifically to have this show um, being hosted at their theater because of the location as well. Because I think that that also can just open doors to the community to see this. This is what we do. This is what has been. And we are happy to do this here mm-hmm. um, because we want people to be a part of it. We want people to experience it. And I think Winter Park Playhouse is such a, a family-oriented place to present this. I think it's a perfect it is. location. And Winter Park Historic is known for place. having that divide mm-hmm. line mm-hmm. between um, the black sure. and white hist- yeah. historic old-time right. yep. Florida, but things are changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I, I grew I grew up in Central Florida, but I went to Winter Park High School. Mm. So this is completely incredible for me to be back, you know, where I was going to school. And a lot of these things, you know, that we're talking about, I saw that, you mm-hmm. know, I saw the other side of the tracks. Mm-hmm. And even though I was not, you know, I didn't live in that community. I saw that, you know, I saw the divide mm-hmm. when um, when I was in school and I was in the international baccalaureate program. And so there was always this like, you know, separation. There was a lot of separation, even, you know, I'm not going to date myself until <laughs> when this was. I was about to say that, but then I was like, no, stop that. But, um, but even, in that ta- even in that time, you know, there, there, was, um, there was a divide. And so like Patrice said, this is so important mm-hmm. for us to share this experience. Um, you know, it's, it's based on the past, but it's so relevant now. And I think the more that we tell our story, the more that we show our humanity, the more that people will embrace us and understand, you mm-hmm. know, who we are as a culture, culture and as a people. And we are more alike than different. Absolutely. Absolutely. When it comes mm-hmm. down to it. But people forget that. And then I think that's one of the reasons I like theater so much. People will come and see the show. Oh, that's just like me. That's just like that. Right. Like, oh, wait a minute. But we don't look like them. Well, you know what? We're not all. That's okay. We all don't look alike anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. If you just look at skin, yeah, we all look different. If you look just at one thing, but... 
we all it's different yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and music is universal mm-hmm. yes, and that's what brings us all together uh-huh. so what's going to be do you think one of the uh, happiest songs that you sing of this show it's a plethora of songs yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Well, i think the great thing about this show in celebrating the music of fats waller is that we get so many of the different qualities of him so there's joy there's love you know there's you know honeysuckle rose which is you know a love song there's how you baby you know a fun you know jitterbug dance and you know through that through the swing music through you know this joyous music this happiness um we see who he was and although we have songs like black and blue um that really highlight a lot more of the struggle mm-hmm. that he went through but the same way um that is not the totality of who he was that's not the totality of his music or this show, this show when it, you say who he was um what's something that you learned about him through preparing for what you're about to go in with this rehearsal process and and the production what's something you've learned about fat swallow that you didn't know you know i did it as far as like knowing about like how hard his life was because you listen to his music and it's it's just joyous, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it makes you smile. And it's something that, um, you know, is very relatable where, you know, you have the, your posterior and your exterior, which is really what um, at the end of the show where, uh, not to give away, spoiler alert, <laughs> uh, where Black and Blue shows up, um, you know, you see these joyous characters throughout the entire time of the show. And then um, at the end is when you really get to know who they were. And that's very much how my experience with uh, coming into, you know, contact with the show is, um, you know, I experienced his music and I was, it brought a lot of joy to me. But then, you know, at the end when I really went, well, let me learn a little bit more about this, this guy, you know, you learn a lot more about who he was mm-hmm. and just kind of like the hardships that he dealt with. And, um, and that's, but that's not what he wanted. He wanted to make other people happy. Right. Whether he was an they, entertainer first. He was an entertainer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. But it's always interesting to know like the gifts that an entertainer wants to give, despite what their stuff was. I just want to give you joy. And I guess as we know, as artists, that's really also joy we're giving ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Unfortunately, we have to give ourselves a break right now, but we will be right back. I am so happy and proud to be sitting here with the cast and director of Ain't Misbehaving, which will be opening soon at the Winter Park Playhouse. One more time, the date that it's opening. We open January 25th, and we're running through the end of February. And we'll be repeating that much more. We'll see you in just a few more moments, ladies and gentlemen, listeners. We'll be right back on From the Heart. Light your corner, in the corner, don't go nowhere, what do I care, your kisses are worth waiting for, Mm, but while we're waiting... That's awesome. I didn't want it to stop. Oh, I'm so proud and happy to be sitting here with the cast of Ain't Misbehavin' and their director and uh, the executive director of the uh, Winter Park Playhouse. Yes, I'm so happy that you're here. Artistic director. I just promoted you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who will be performing Ain't Misbehavin' and it will be opening soon. You gave me the date and I wrote it down. Tell me again. Will you write? January 25th. January 25th. And how long will you run until? We're running until, I believe, February 23rd. So it's, it's mm-hmm. a good five-week run. Nice. And what are the nights of performances? Uh, the evenings are Friday and Saturday evenings. And then we have matinees on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Really? Yeah. Thursday through Sunday? Mm-hmm. That's very-
very nice. That's yeah. not always the case. Yeah. What time do your matinees start? They're all at 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. Yeah, and the evenings are at 7.30. And uh, we get uh, the matinees sell out very quickly. It's, it's interesting how, how fast those sell out. And uh, we also have lots of bus groups, tour groups that come in from all over the state as well as South Georgia. Mm-hmm. They come down to see the shows. And you mentioned again that you have a website. So go ahead and tell us your yes, website address. Yes, uh, winterparkplayhouse.org. O-R-G. Nice. Uh, do you tend to sometimes have people that come in and volunteer to... We have uh, volunteers for our ushers, mm-hmm. and then everybody else is paid. It's a professional theater, so so our technicians, our band, our, our actors, uh, everybody is, gets paid because it's a professional theater. I, I do know that, but the reason why is, and at the end I'll ask you again, mm-hmm. well, what can people do if they want to help you out, and what do you need? They can call us at, uh, at the box office, 407-645-0145, and uh, let us know that they'd like to volunteer, and we'll get their name and information and have them come out. Right. That's always nice for people to have that as an option. It's a great way to see a show. Okay. That's great. Uh, Well, during the break just a few moments ago, we were uh, talking a little bit about the time period and and what why this kind of music and this kind of show um, represents what got people through it. So talk about it, because as you mentioned before, um, I'm going to make sure I get all the names right. Andre. Sean. Sean. Mm-hmm. He's playing Andre. He's playing Andre. Yeah, you're playing Andre. <laughs> I'm doing very well there. I just want to share with you, I'm going to be candid that this is always my deepest fear that I'm going to forget names. No, it's okay. No, that's all right. Then there's a day with six people here. I'm like, oh my goodness. And even when it's one, it's my deepest fear. Even when it was one, it was my husband, it was my deepest fear. All right. I exaggerate there. What's your name again? I know. I don't even know who I am. Um, <laughs> all right, so moving forward. Uh, but one of the things that we know that this did during that time period, this kind of music and show that people could go to, it lightened their load. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to you to talk a little bit about that and what we're going through today, in your opinion, in our world, and how does that fit in today? Well, I know for me, um, you know, being able to... Um, do shows to be a part of a theater in some in some kind of way it feels like a weird uh like a ministry in, in so many ways where it's like you're able to reach out you're able to uh connect with people and usher in joy you're able to usher in a spirit of of calmness a spirit of you know um you know whatever that is that that person is feeling they can leave that behind and and take in the energy of the show mm-hmm. and walk out hopefully a little bit different than when they came in yeah. um and you know, walk out with this, with this show, walk out with a smile on their face would be mm-hmm. the ultimate goal. Nice. And I would say, I think we are in a time period where everything, you know, everybody walks on eggshells and everything has to be politically correct. This show is not politically correct. Absolutely. <laughs> <At> <laughs> <all>. <laughs> to give you an example, there's a song where um, the guy singing is telling the girl that her feet are too big. Oh my uh-huh. God! The song that's, is called. That's me. <laughs> yes. The song is called "Fat and Greasy." And there's another song where he talks about a guy who's so fat, and it's like it's like um, how we say "play in the dozens" and um, your mama jokes and yes. stuff like that. Yeah. It's like that on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's it's funny and it's lighthearted, but like you know, if it's they weren't worried about funny, get, you know getting people's feelings hurt Mm-mm. at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I think um, part of uh, culturally that was a way of, yeah. you know, 
we're jabbing at each other, but it's not yeah. but as it's bad as what anyone right. else will right. do out there in the real world, right? Yeah. 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 And I think that, you know, going back to the time period and everything that was going on, like that, that really was a way to escape. You talked mm-hmm. about escapism. Like that was a way, you know, if we got to laugh to keep from crying mm-hmm. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we are going to display our musical genius because Fats Waller was literally a musical genius. Mm. And, um, you know, just the span of keys that he could play and the things that he could make the, the piano do and, um, and, and, and the lyrics and, um, and the chords, the chord structure mm-hmm. of, you know, of and these it, songs. And on top of that is whimsy and the way that he could Very. perform it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, you know, he brought all of that together and then on top of that was just like, but you know what? I don't care about what's going on outside or what we're going to face when we are go- when we go out there. When you're in here for these two hours, we are going to have a good time. Mm. And so that's what we're that's what we're going to bring to the stage. That's what I'm excited about bringing to the stage to be able to say, you know, I don't care what the political climate is out there right now. And we know mm-hmm. that it's that it's not great and it's it's pretty bad. But when we're in here for these two hours, we don't have to think about what is on the headlines. We don't have to think about what may be going on. We're going to come in here and we're going to all come together, every color, every shape, every size, every, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. we're going to have a good time. Nice. I mean, well, that's kind of why people come to see yeah. shows, right? Mm-hmm. You know, to to escape what's going on in their house or in their family or, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on in their personal life to come and see a show and for those two hours not have to think mm-hmm. and to just right. embrace and want what's going on on stage and these songs do that. You're going to laugh and you're going to, you know, cry and you're going to see people tap dancing. Mika's going to do a little cute little <laughs> tap number. I'm going to tap, guys. <laughs> and, and, and Sean's going to, you know, sing us and It'll all these amazing heartthrob songs. And Patrice is going to be talking about love songs and singing. And DJ is going to be <laughs> like crooning. And, I mean, it's going to be, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I'm probably crying and singing you know, and everything. <laughs> so it's just, it's just, it's really cool to have all those things in a two hour Span. Yes, yeah. a collage, a yeah. plethora of talent, all yeah. between dance and singing and acting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really serious. I'm looking forward to it. But it's going to leave you with something as well. Mm. You is. know, you'll come in here and you'll, you'll forget, but then you'll remember. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you walk out of that door, you'll have something. You'll have something with you mm-hmm. to take and apply to your life. And, you know, there, there will be an experience that you can carry with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And, um, Hopefully it'll make people think. To think he's still making that kind of effect in the world today, right. uh, all these years later. And we need it. Uh, we always do. You know, it's almost like taking a shower in a way. You go in and you're, um, you're bathed in something that's of his spirit, of, of the spirit of play, of joy, of music, of, of what is good about being alive. Mm-hmm. And one Sometimes. thing, too, is that these characters are relatable. And, and what I say that, I just simply mean... Um, Every character, although we're together creating this this show, every character is truly individual. Like you can see the characteristics of each person. You can see who they're supposed to be or what they're supposed to be representing. And you're going to love each character. Like, you know, Faith said, you know, Ken's the heartthrob and Mika's the silly, adorable one. And it just all the all the. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear each of your points of view of what you think they are. But DJ, you know, uh, DJ, DJ. Well, DJ is another crooner, and uh-huh. he's 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 the 
if there is a male version of sassy, I can't think of the word, but he's like, ah. you know, he's like the male version of sassy and also crooner. Mm-hmm. And Faith is the big hearted one that mm. puts you in your place. And Armelia, I don't even know what she is. Right. I don't know what I don't know what I am. She's you. But, she's, she's me. She's the church <laughs> but, lady. But everyone ah, has the truth sayer. Everyone has a color of energy with them that they bring to make a perfect melting pot. And so when you come to the show, expect to come to the show um, to receive a perfect dish. Mm. You know, you've got just like you have all the, the things that you need that you, you need your protein, you need your carbs, all that stuff. You come to the show, you're going to get a little bit of everything that you need. And all of it together really creates a perfect blend, um, like I said, of all the energies and, and, and experiences and emotions, but also everybody brings that character. Mm-hmm. All the characters are different and they have a purpose and they have a meaning and it makes the the whole melting pot perfect. Oh, and Patrice, well put. That was nice. I love when she said a, p- a perfect dish. That's great. And the show puts yeah. you right there. The way the it show does. is built and the way that they've designed the set. It literally mm-hmm. places you in, in the spot. middle yeah. <laughs> of what's yeah. all happening. We uh-huh. even have people on stage. Like there's going to be pe- like like audience members get to sit um, in chairs at a table on, on each the, corner of the stage. Talk about immersive. So yeah. do these people pay extra for those chairs? Roy? That's a Roy question. Roy? <laughs> we all they looked at Roy. Don't. No, they do they have don't. to? Do they have to bring you something, Roy? No, <laughs> I'm teasing no, you. Just need to bearing gifts. Come, you know, come and have a great time. Just come yeah. and have a great Bring time. Me this a sounds plate. very exciting. <laughs> I've got to tell you something, Roy. I can see why you've you've made this cast just choice. First of all, you've told me you've only had two rehearsals so far. Three. 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 Just ended our All the days are merging in. They're merging me. in. How many how many do you have all together? Because these are quick when you're union, right? Uh yeah, we're we're <laughs> rehearsing for two and a half weeks. Okay. Five days a week. So to already have part of a song that you sang on the intro to this <laughs> and to already have what you so there's a feeling of cast here already, but I know that it's just the beginning. Oh, yeah. So by the time you open, by the time you close, this is going to be a family that is untouchable. That's right. I can't wait to come see you. Yeah. Um, very, very excited. What made you choose to do this? It's one of those shows that I've always wanted to do. I love the music. Uh, and I saw the show years ago in New York uh, with the original cast, and it was mm-hmm. just Amazing. fell in love That's with it. That's awesome. And it was just, it's just but was it always in your mind or did you just it's go always through been and went, in oh, the back of my mind it's always when we years ago geez 17 years ago when we first started the theater we started a wish list of all the shows that we wanted that we wanted to do and uh this was at the top of the list this mm. one and um uh, Smokey Joe's Cafe, and mm-hmm. there's 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 so many of them out there, and some of them we have an intimate theater. Our theater is only 123 seats. It's set up like an intimate off Broadway. I've been there. I like it. So it's it's very intimate, and there's not a bad seat in the house, uh, but that does restrict us as to the size of the shows that we can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're never going to do Les Mis there. No, uh, never. Well, you'd have you know. to pay all of them, and yeah. you don't have chairs in the whole you know, run. Oklahoma's not going to happen. So, mm-hmm. but there are so many great smaller cast shows that are just as strong as as some of those larger shows mm-hmm. that uh, we've made a, a whole. It's like four or five pages long, a list of, of shows mm-hmm. that we want to do, and we're constantly finding new shows too. So, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know, it's it can be a challenge sometimes to find find really good shows that are going to hold the audience, and they're going to follow in our mission of. Not being sad, not being uh, depressing. Uh, they're all lighthearted. They're they're uplifting. They're inspiring. Everything that we do is is lighter, fair, and in order for people to be a, be able to come in and forget their troubles, 
it needs to be that way. And we feel like our audiences respond to that much, much better. Oh, that's wonderful. We've got one more segment left coming up in a few moments. And during that segment, I'd like to hear a little bit about um, what you're all thinking about in terms of the future of your careers and the theater and what you would like to see as the future of theater in our country. Um, So give that some thought. Listeners, thank you so much for being here on Magic 107.7. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt, and we're talking to you from the heart. Welcome back to From the Heart. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt. Joshua Vickery will be back with us next week, but I am so excited that I'm sitting here with the cast and the show director of a show that will be opening soon at the Winter Park Playhouse. Let's all say it together. Ain't misbehaving. Just in case. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Write me if you want to know why we made that joke, friends. All right. So uh, one of the things that we talked about that we wanted to make sure that we get in is another reason why you should all come see the show. We talked about that just a few moments ago. What were some of the things that we said? We talked about um, how the characters are very relatable mm-hmm. um, and um, how you we have a funny, quirky girl. We have a heartthrob um, guy who has fallen in love. We have a kind of a um, girl next door, and then we have a sassy heartthrob, and then we have a crooner. Mm. And uh, we're all we all have these different songs we sing together as solos, duets, trios, and groups. So it's really fun. It doesn't get better than that. <laughs> uh, so when people come and see the show, the tickets are something they should get now if they're going to plan Absolutely. for that because you're sold out. Some shows already. We, I hear? Some shows are already sold out, and uh, we actually added another Friday matinee performance uh, two days ago because we are selling so well. So I would recommend calling the box office, 407-645-0145, or you can go on our website, winterparkplayhouse.org, and you can actually order tickets online. Uh, Get them as soon as you can. We have also an industry discount uh, of $15, and our industry rate is good for any performance. Uh, So if you're a member of the entertainment industry, you can get in for only $15 for any performance. And uh, we also have a great, uh, a great deal called 10 at 10. So if you're a student up to 25 years of age, uh, you can uh, show up 10 minutes before the show. And if there are seats available, you can get them for $10. $10. So do they need to bring a student ID or can you? Usually we ask for, for a, a college ID. Some right. kind of, kind what of, about some if it's a high school student? If it's a high school student, they usually have some kind of ID. That, do they these days? Yeah, they, That's how old I am. I know I didn't. used to. I had one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, 10 at 10 if you show up at 10 minutes before the show, $10 a ticket. Students bring your ID. That's right. Industry night, only $15 for a ticket. That's a great it's deal. any night. It's any performance. And you've already sold out a few performances. We have. And uh, yes, we're basically two-thirds sold already. Wow. So call now. Get those tickets as soon as you can because yeah. they are going fast. And I know you've said it before. We're going to say it one more time. So get your pencil and pad while I remind 
uh, our listeners what phone number they can call and what website they can go to and purchase them there. Go yes, it. it's uh, the box office is 407-645-0145, and the website is winterparkplayhouse.org. Thank you, Roy. And I do want to mention that parking is free. <laughs> really? You don't have to pay for parking, which is a, a great savings for many people these days around this area. Where is the parking? Uh, it's uh, There's parking across the street and on-street parking. Uh, we don't really have a designated parking okay. parking uh, lot. But, but in that uh, area of Winter there Park, is lots it's free of, parking. Quite a bit of parking That's around great. that area. great. Thank yeah. you, Roy. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I know that as you continue your rehearsal process, uh, there's going to be a lot of discoveries that will be made. For sure. Right? <laughs> You've only had two so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said only two weeks of rehearsing? Mm-hmm. Wow. So how many rehearsals altogether will that be? It's, it's just over 10, ten, about 10 or 12 before the full, real full-out tech stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, did really? you come into the, your first rehearsal almost off book? or? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. We're not going to say we well, were You bad. know what's funny? Great. Some Question. people have done the show. The majority of the cast has done the show before. I think only Two, Patrice yeah. and I have not. Have not. Ah. <laughs> so we're trying to discover who these people are. Fairly quickly, mm-hmm. <laughs> quickly. Um, and Are kinda, your cast members, uh, castmates, helping you in a little? Yes, way? they've been super uh-huh. helpful in telling us, you know, their um, discoveries when they did the show, mm-hmm. and you know, just seeing their enthusiasm and just seeing them remember uh, their memories from doing it kind of helped us mm-hmm. see what energy we need to bring. Right. Um, but it is a lot um, <laughs> trying to uh, carry that um, energy for what. It's supposed to be fresh, mm. um, but listening to it, there's so many recordings and so many different mm-hmm. productions that mm-hmm. people have done that you can go back and research. I think I've watched uh, Andre DeShield's uh, Viper performance uh, 80 times, yeah. um, just trying to amazing. channel what they've left for us. I think it's amazing that we can even go back and see what they've done. And DJ, what made you decide to audition for the role? Honestly, I've wanted to do this part but I've been terrified of it because I just did not think it was time for me to play it so I honestly did not really plan to and then it was brought to me and I was like I guess I should you know see what happens and see what happens and I'm glad that uh Winter Park Playhouse decided to do it so did it take a lot extra courage to muster up to go to the audition or did you have your song ready I'm still in my courage bank like (laughs) In my courage bank, I like that. I'm still in my courage bank, like withdrawing, withdrawing uh, uh, courage pennies, because I'm just. It's just. It's a lot of <laughs> shoes to. It's big shoes to fill for sure. Like on Andre DeShields was an amazing force of nature, and um, yeah, I'm absolutely terrified. But when you have that feeling as an actor, I think um, you use that to. Mm-hmm make a great performance. So I'm feeling that it's going to be something special. And for those of you who have done the show before, what uh, are, how are ways that you want to experience a new insight to the role? Or what is it that you hope to get out of it that maybe you haven't yet? I did. Go. go. (laughs) Well, uh, unlike other shows um, with Amos Behaven, it's really, yes, you're playing a character, but mm-hmm. the character is really who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's it's this, you know, the essence of this character that you're exuding. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, you know, always in love and you're this, you know, this joyful guy, which is my character, you know, that's my energy. But how I portray that is going to be completely different than mm-hmm. any other actor. So um, 
it's it, the show makes it so easy to tackle it anew because just you're yourself. experiencing this mm-hmm. just with yeah. completely new people and that alone right. makes it fresh mm-hmm. and which is why it's one of those shows where no matter where it's done um people really gravitate towards it because even though you might be seeing the same show it's always interesting to right. see um that different dynamic mm. well to put Sean to well fall back on what he said um I played the role that I'm playing now that Nell Carter I'm you know that's mm-hmm. who's absolutely brilliant I just 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 a, again a force um but I played this role eight years ago too 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 young to play that role that's um, how I, feel. I I honestly it was at a regional theater in Tennessee and I was like 23 when I did it mm. and at that time I had never been in love before um never really had a real relationship I mean I just kind of was very surface acting, as mm-hmm. they say, quote unquote, surface acting. So I'm excited because now being 33 and older, I have been in love mm-hmm. and I have been in a relationship. And there, there's one song that I sing in Act Two that deals with an abusive relationship. I mean, there's so many things that my character goes through, and I'm excited because I've dealt with some of the issues, and so I'm excited to bring that out mm. finally emotionally. And I feel like I'm at that maturity level that I can do that. Yeah. So it's kind of exciting to redo a role. That doesn't always happen in the in an actor's mm-hmm. uh, lifespan. Yeah. Normally no. it's like, oh, you just no. cast once and then you're done. Yeah. You know, so I feel very blessed to yeah. be able to redo it and actually, I guess, give it justice. And to, well, you know I'm what sure I mean? I'm sure you did at the time to the extent that you had. What you had. We can yeah. only give what we have. Right. And mm-hmm. so now you'll right. still give that 100%, but you have more yeah. of to give of 100%. Right. Get to yeah. dig a little deeper. I'm happy mm-hmm. for you, yeah. Faith. I'm excited Patrice, about it. how about you? I've never done it. But <laughs> um, it's funny because I've auditioned for it before in other venues for her role, for Nell. Uh-huh. Um, and because I was familiar with Nell Carter, you know, and so I just wanted to play Nell Carter. <laughs> um, but I, I was extremely excited when I found out when a Park Playhouse was doing it here because I always wanted to at least do the show itself. That's what I meant. What what made you decide that you wanted to do the show and audition for it? Well, because one, Nell, and <laughs> and you know when you grow up and you see people on TV and in shows that you just love, start to love them, mm-hmm. you kind of want to do what they do. So that was my first attraction to the show. Mm-hmm. But then also seeing um, the cast and the colorfulness, not just visually. But audibly, um, what the music brings and the dynamic of the music. And it allows you, just as Sean said earlier, it allows you to bring yourself into the character more than just bringing the character, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you're portraying yourself through what this character is going through. Yeah. Yeah. So even yeah. to That's piggyback what off saying. of yeah. what Faith said when she did the role prior to eight years ago, she didn't maybe feel she had as much depth as she does now. Mm -hmm. And so for her, she will do the role even more so justice for her. I'm sure Mm -hmm. she did amazing. So in this particular sense, the show itself, I love the idea to do it because of the depths it brings out of you. And me doing this, had I done this 10 years ago, would not have done it justice. (laughs) Well, but it sounds like if if you have the, the talent and the point of view to play it, and if you give it your 100%, you're gonna do well. Exactly I mean, maybe I'm sure. There's yeah, absolutely. more versions of your well as we get older. Yeah. Hopefully, that's the case mm-hmm. for all of us. Yeah, but I think I you have all a have kind talent. Of, 
Y'all yeah. have talent here. I have a kind of different experience like than than what Faith is saying and what DJ is saying. I played I did the show very young. Mm-hmm. And um it's super special for me because it was my very first musical theater show. Oh, I'd yeah. never that done That changes your life. Yeah. I had never mm-hmm. done a show before and it was just mind blowing. Yeah. And um mm-hmm. I was I was on a completely different path at the time. I was thinking I was going to be the next Oprah. And so I was in broadcast journalism and that was my thing. And I always loved to sing. I liked music, but I had never studied any of that. And so I came into it like, you know, just eyes and heart wide open. And I did it in Chicago. And um, our cast, again, like Sean was saying, the dynamic of people there was just incredible. And our cast... um, our cast was just amazing. And the original director's wife came to our show and she, her perspective was like, she completely, you know, she was like, I wish my husband was still alive to see this because you guys completely, you know, you, you embodied everything that we have, um, that we built when we built the show. So it was a completely different experience. And that's, but that's how theater goes, right? It's, it's going to be different. I see Faith by the door. She did tell me, listeners, that she would have to leave a little mm-hmm. earlier. So, Faith, say goodbye to everybody. Bye, y'all. Come see our show. I got to go to work. Bye. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Bye, Faith. Love you. And there you go. Thank Thanks you. So and there you go, Faith. And goodbye. Mika. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't have Faith just be gone when, when we came back. from Mika, I'm sorry to make you feel like you had to rush finish what you were saying. No, it's okay. But I'm, but I'm just grateful to hear those of you who have done the show before to hear what it is that's going to make it um, a different journey for you and what it is that you've brought to the first one as opposed to this one. Um, Hearing your actors talk today, does it give you a different insight to what you um, knew of them when you cast them and when you first met them and maybe a different thoughts about how you'll work with them in rehearsal? Uh, Not really. They they are the people that I believed them to be when we when we cast them. Uh, we go through a fairly rigorous callback process and, and audition process, and each one of them was cast because of who they were, and they were right for the roles that we cast them in, and that's why we put them in those roles. They were the best that we could find in Florida, as wow, far right. as I can That's say. That's saying a lot. When uh, you say rigorous, give me an example of what that means. Uh, the, the callback process, they, they get some, some music, uh, and within two weeks they come back in, and then they have to sing for us and, and sometimes move okay. as well, some, wow. some movement and, and singing. And uh, uh, it's, it's one of those things where this particular show, because it's a review, uh, the acting is through the music. There's not really dialogue. There's a little bit of dialogue of just b- banter mm-hmm. back and forth, but there's not really dialogue that determines who the character is. So it's coming through the music and the things that they sing, mm-hmm. and um, that's where the acting is in the in this show. And it, through the through those auditions, we, we were able to see what we needed to see to be able to yeah. cast everybody. Well, listeners, speaking of what you need to see, <laughs> it is certainly this production at the Winter Park Playhouse, as you've heard. They've already added a few performances. They're sold out of a few performances. I'm going to make sure that I reserve my tickets right away. So I will encourage all of you, if you're even thinking of seeing it, don't expect that you'll get lucky. They've had to add some performances on already. There is an industry night for $15. There are uh, 10 for 10 if you're a student. 
Um, so take advantage of those, but go ahead and call the Winter Park Playhouse or go to winterparkplayhouse.org mm-hmm. and get your tickets online. I hope that you'll all join them. Um, well, I think we've come to the end of our show, but my goodness, I can't thank you all enough for being here. Thank you I'm for really honored us. to have Absolutely. had the cast and yeah, the show director thank here. Thank you. And I will see you. I'll come back and stalk you. After. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. Ladies for having and us. gentlemen, listeners out there, you're listening to From the Heart. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt. Next week, I'll be back with Joshua Vickery. Please go experience some art this week. Uh, go and see a play. Go to a museum. Do whatever you can to support the arts. We're here for you. Have a great week from the heart. Thank you.